Cypher 20. Welcome to the 20 for 20 podcast. My name is Stanton Watson. And as your host, I'm going to be walking you through and talking with some of my students about their 20-time projects in my high school English class. So you might want to know if you're not familiar with the topic of what is a 20-time project. Well, this is something that businesses and big corporations have been doing for a long time now, where they give their employees 20% of their work week or thereabouts that much time to spend on independent projects of their own creation. That allows their employees to think creatively, to think outside the box, to solve problems that there's not readily available answers to. And I wanted to bring that to my students in the classroom. These are high school juniors who, for the most part, have not had the opportunity yet to think outside the box and think about problems they want to solve for themselves. Just think about things that they're interested in and be able to build a project around that in school. And I want to give them 20% of their time, which would be every Friday for our school week, to just think what is something I'm interested in, what's a problem I can solve that I don't know how to do yet, or something I've always been interested in, I've always wanted to try, and how can I devote myself to that for about 12 weeks of our semester. So every Friday for 12 weeks, Of course, they'd spend some time on this outside of class as well, but I want it to be something that they're not just doing for school either. They're doing it for themselves and uh, something that maybe that they'll want to continue to do even after they finish the project and maybe forever. It could be something that they have discovered about themselves that they want to keep doing. I should note that this podcast is a result of a 20-time project. I'm doing a project alongside my students. I've actually started two and a podcast network with my friend Andrew Fisher in the process. I'll talk more about those other projects at the end of the podcast. I just hope that this serves to be an example to my students that we can all find something to be creative about and pursue a passion, and we don't have to know all the answers, but we just get out there and try it. So for about 20 minutes each week, I want to spend some time talking with my students about their 20-time projects, so that's where the name 20 for 20 comes from. And today, our first guest is going to be Marissa. So Marissa, tell us about your project. Okay, so during my 20-time project up at our school farm, um, there's this old cattle barn, and I want to renovate it and turn it into a new and improved cattle facility. That is a huge project, but you told me that you'd already gotten a start on it and that you already have the materials and everything like that. Yes. Our ag teacher had already gotten all of the supplies together and left it up to me and a partner to design the cattle barn and make it efficient for students time-wise and for the cattle. What inspired you to make this your project? For the past two years, I have done agri-science fair projects, and the meaning of that is to create new and better things for agriculture. And I think this year is going to be the best one yet. I just want to keep creating new and improved things to help our farmers out while also containing the safety of students and livestock. Very cool. That's that's why I wanted you to talk about your project, because I knew that you had an idea for something. You're trying to find solutions for things that there's not a right answer to necessarily. Right. But you have the opportunity to come up with something new, with something you care about, and it was already something that you were interested in. And I think that's the purpose of these projects is to give you all a chance to think creatively and solve problems that there's not a right answer out there necessarily. So how much progress have you made so far? So far, we have put up gates and fences and we have put in our chute, which contains the cattle so that we can give them vaccines and treatment. The hardest part is figuring out what all works 
works and what doesn't. Throughout this project, the hardest struggle is having to redo a lot of things because you can say you're going to do something and then you go to do it and it's like, oh, this is not going to work. You know, you have to rethink, mm-hmm. you have to reevaluate and you have to restart and it takes a lot of thinking and it takes a lot of time to be able to create something mm-hmm. like this. What's something that you've figured out that you've had to start over on? The round pin that is being put in the middle of the cattle facility um, that's led into the chute, we can't exactly get the measurements correctly uh, with the materials that we mm-hmm. have. Uh, so whenever you push the, sh- push the round pin in, this door that pushes them in a clockwise motion and it pushes them into the chute safely for humans and the cattle and it just keeps getting jammed so it's just it's very difficult to place it correctly and then we have to put the panels in there to secure it and it's just it's very tedious Mm -hmm. and this is something you've already actually so i can tell like this is in progress right now you're working on this this in progress right now and with other things that we have to do at the farm every day i mean i'm not gonna lie sometimes we lose time sometimes we don't even get to do it that day i Mm -hmm. mean it's just it's something that's going to take a while to accomplish. Mm-hmm. We've talked about the farm. We haven't really established the context of the farm for people who may be listening to this but may not go to school here. So can you just tell us a little bit about the fact that we have a farm and kind of what that means for this school? Sure. Our farm is, we, we're we very blessed to have what we have at our farm. We do artificial insemination with swine and cattle. Um, we go through the whole gestation period with our cows and our our swine. We have everything there. The only thing that we don't have is the ability to process our cattle and our swine, which they get shipped off and they get processed and then they come back to us. And we actually also have our own meat program up Mm -hmm. there for any citizen to just come buy meat. We have the whole rotation for our pigs. Uh, We have the boar and we have sows and we have gilts and we have new litters of piglets every year. Oh, (laughs) Yes. And uh, we raise them up there at the farm until they're big and strong. And then whatever happens, happens. You've had to answer that question before. Yes. (laughs) A lot of times before. It's very hard to explain because it's not something that you can just tell and people can completely understand. Mm -hmm. It's something you have to actually go and Mm -hmm. visualize and um, learn for yourself. Because when I was told about the farm, I didn't expect what I did whenever I mm-hmm. entered a farm class, you yeah. know, and now it's just second nature to me. You know, I can go out there and I can go through my rotations and um, I can work out there without it, even thinking about it, yeah. you know. So explaining it to somebody else, it's like, well, how do I how do I explain that? Yeah. Um, and with the cattle, there's two different pastures. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have two different herds. And um, with my cattle facility, you're going to have to have two different openings for each side of the barn for them to enter in and for them to exit out of, which is the hardest part because if a cow doesn't want to move, it's not going to move. Mm-hmm. So you have to work around them and you have to understand the animal because if you can't, then it's it's just not going to work. There's and that's, a lot of, that's part of your design, right? Understanding yes, what their tendencies to, are going to be. Yes, you have to you have to be trained around them to know how to work with them. It's just the safety of it. Well, I can tell you put a lot of thought into it. That's why I thought it would be really cool for you to come talk about your project in the first place that I know you're in the middle of doing it. You've had plans for it. It was something that you're already passionate about. I think that's another reason why having the farm is so cool here. Not 
every student has the chance to get everyday hands-on real-world experience with what they're interested in and the students who get to work on the farm do have that so I think that's cool to to share with the people that might be listening so the last thing that I want to ask you about is what you've learned about yourself so far through this project I thought that I was good at working in a team I thought I was good at teamwork but that has probably been my biggest struggle because whenever I have something in my mind it's like mm-hmm. I it's it has to be set out like I have to do it and I'm like this is gonna work this is gonna work I'm really stubborn and so listening to my partner listening to my ag teacher and my farm hand like that's listening to their ideas like it, it's really helpful but it's hard to be like okay why wouldn't mine work why would yours work like it's just the communication with it because there's no way that one person could do this mm-hmm. no way no like, absolutely you, you need a bunch of people to help you out with this and so teamwork teamwork is probably been the hardest part for me but I think that I'm getting better at it and just you just have to listen to everybody's ideas because there's only one way you're going to figure it out mm-hmm. and it's time and patience yes. and just working together is, is going to help us accomplish this and back to what you said about uh, people not understanding and like it being really hard and not a lot of students get the opportunity to be hands-on like I do uh, whenever I've we finished the cattle facility. I also want to add in bleachers to the right. barn so that other people can come and they can watch and they can learn just like the students learn. And maybe they won't get to be exactly hands-on, but they can watch what we do and mm-hmm. they can just get another perspective maybe of all the work that we do at the farm. Really cool. I hope that through talking to you about your project and you getting a chance to talk about the farm and what you're doing there, that people do get a little bit of perspective. You're actually working towards goals and thinking about practical things that can help the farm operate and things that are going to work. You talked about teamwork and collaboration. Those aren't things that when you started this project that I imagine these are things that I, these are goals that I have, but that's what you're learning from it. And I think that that's cool that you know, on top of the goals that y'all set for your projects, you're learning things about yourself that you never thought would be part of it. Yes, most definitely. This is a big growing experience and I'm loving the process, but it's again, it's very tedious and very time consuming and it's very frustrating at times, but I know that if we can get good working cattle facility going for our farm that students in the future wouldn't have to deal with not being able to participate as much as Mm -hmm. what they what we couldn't because of the safety of our students that's that's the most important thing to my ag teacher is containing the safety of our students and like he can't let us in with the cattle right now to move them around or to swap them out or to put them in the chute to give them vaccines and treatments. He can have us watch, but it's it's not the same as doing it. Right. It's not the same as having the experience of physically moving them and giving the vaccines ourselves. Like, But we just can't because he wants us safe. And cattle can really hurt you. They can kill mm-hmm. you. And it's it's just it's a tedious process Mm so having this we can have safe movement of cattle and we can also have a safe place where we can walk around them and we don't have to fear as much about being hurt and we can just get a better experience and I really hope that we could have that for future Mm -hmm. students I think it's a great goal just to hear you talk about it I can tell you're passionate about it I love that y'all get a chance to just do something you're interested in you're passionate about I appreciate you coming and sharing that with me and I know that people are going to love hearing about your project so thank, thank you, for you. Listening. all right so now i'm talking with parker who's going to describe for us his 20 time project so what's your idea for your project uh for my project i'm doing leather work like making leather wallets and stuff okay and what inspired you to uh pursue that 
I've been watching TikToks about leather work. I was really interested in it, so I just decided for my project I'd do that. Okay, have you always been crafty, good with your hands? I mean, yeah, I used to do Legos and stuff like that, yeah. <laughs> and I guess it's kind of the same. Yeah, I mean, I still do Legos every now and then. I mean, they look really good on a shelf, even yeah. though it sounds weird. You're like, but when it's finished, it looks good. So what kinds of things have you learned so far that you didn't know how to do? What have you, what tools have you worked with or what progress have you made so far, I guess? Well, there's, there's a bunch of tools. There's a, a corner punch that I didn't know what, like, what that was that I had to figure out how to use. And then and what does that do? It basically just gives you a rounded edge yeah. on, on, your, on your leather, yeah. And then sewing machine. I, got, I still got to figure out how to use a sewing machine. I'm not very good at that. Never use a sewing machine before? No, never use a sewing machine. And what kind of, uh, are you just making wallets or what kind of things are you trying to make? Eventually I want to start making belts, but I would have to order all the hardware and everything for very that. Very cool. It's cool to have a long-term plan. And that's part of this project that I like about it so much is that you're trying to answer questions that like you would normally have to find the answer to. You're just, it's not that I can just say, okay, here, this is how you do it. Or even that you can find somebody to tell you, you just have to learn how to do it yourself. Yeah. Um, have you had the chance to do something like that before really, where it's just here, you go do what you want to do and you figure it out? No, no, not yet. No. Is there a challenge in that? Yeah. I have to figure it all out by myself without somebody telling me like what to do, you know? So it's, it's pretty difficult, but watching videos and stuff mm -hmm. is really helping me. Yeah. I just, to me, even doing something like this, like making a podcast, there's not anybody that's going to tell me, here's how you edit it. Here's how you fix it. All the things you have to think about, it's just trial and error. Yeah. And I think that's what's cool about your project too, is it's something that's so different from what you do every day, but it's something you're interested in that you just have to go out and figure out how to do it. Yeah. In the in the process of learning this about how to do leather work and make wallets and things like that, what have you learned about yourself through this? Not about necessarily the skills that you're trying to learn, but what have you learned about you in trying to do this? That like, I can start my own projects without like a mentor, mm -hmm. like over my shoulder, you know, telling me what to do. Mm -hmm. That I can just strictly use videos and just build my own knowledge yeah. with the internet. Well, that's a, you know, number one, the, the internet being a resource and a tool, but just knowing part of life after school, which I don't think we talk enough about in school, is being able to go find the answer for yourself. Yeah. Not always just being told, here's how you do it, okay, now do it. Or here's the answer that you're going to need and then repeat it. You're finding that you're going to, you're not just answering the question, you're asking the question and going to find the answer. I think that's a really cool thing about these projects. So is there anything else you want to tell us about your project? Or maybe uh, what are you hoping to do in the short term? What's your next goal? My next goal is to make a good looking wallet. Cause I've already made one, but it was on the iffy side. But my next goal is to make a good looking wallet uh -huh. that I would actually use myself personally. Uh -huh. Is this something that you think you could see yourself doing even after the project's over? Maybe, yeah. Maybe. A little small business. Okay, very yeah. cool. Well, all right, well I appreciate you stopping by and talking to me about your project, but uh, good luck with everything. Thank you. Well, that's it for the first episode of 20 for 20. I hope you enjoyed hearing from these guys about their projects, and I hope you look forward to checking back in and hearing from more as we go throughout the semester. Just want to check back in and talk to you about the other podcast on the Across the Top podcast network. That's the network that I've started with my friend Andrew Fisher. 
Uh, Andrew has a podcast called Yanks Across the Pond where he discusses American soccer players playing for the biggest clubs around the world as well as the U.S. men's national team as they get ready for the World Cup. We also have a podcast called From the Top, which is my other podcast, where I review the first thing of any kind of first new experience that I can think of or encounter or get suggested to me. And uh, I use that first thing, whether it's a first episode or a first book, the first item on a menu, the first time doing something new, and I use that experience to just rate and evaluate whether I would keep doing that thing. So those are the other podcasts on the Across the Top podcast network that I've started as part of my 20-time project, and who knows, maybe this listening to these project ideas will inspire you to try your own 20-time project. So that's all for this week, but I hope you'll continue to check in and see what these students are able to accomplish. Thanks for listening.